Alright, everybody, welcome to another episode of the Pews and Views podcast. It's been a hot minute, but we are back before we get into the juice. Just like, share, comment, subscribe. I appreciate all the subscribers, every view, every comment, you know, every thumbs up on the video. I appreciate it so much. I love the response. I didn't think the response would be this way, but I actually appreciate everything. And yeah, that's it. So basically, the title of the video says it all. 2020, how has it been? I think over the past three months, there's been a lot of chit-chat about 2020 and the need for us to exit 2020 very early and people speaking about how 2020 has been not that good of a year and rightly so 2020 has hasn't been a very good year the major highlights being the virus from the unspecified location but amidst all the problems there are still a lot of things that we can learn from 2020 the major point about 2020 that i think people will remember for a very long time is that 2020 has been a year where the leadership skills of the president, blah, 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 have been found out. If you've been a very bad leader, it will show, it will reflect on how you handle the situation because the true measure of a leader will be tested in very, very, very uncomfortable and very tough situations such as this. So you could tell this from the US, for example, Donald Trump. Donald Trump's handling of the of the pandemic wasn't really great and he was very divisive to be a leader in a situation like this you need to be someone who brings people together rather than split them apart because you people really needed to be together in a situation like this and using him as an example he was very divisive and you know that lost him a lot of points some leaders handled the situation very well and they got their props for that and will probably be re-elected another positive has been, I think, families being together. Um, but with this specific point, <laughs> even though people have had the chance to spend time with their families, I still read a statistic somewhere that um, divorce rates had gone up. So <laughs> me thinking about that point, I was a bit confused. But I, I also understood it because being in the house together, <laughs> I think... Sometimes married couples going to work every day and not seeing each other all the time. I think it actually helps in marriage. So, yeah, I think, yeah, but still, in a way, people still bonded as a family. This year has also shed light on a lot of movement, such as the Black Lives Matter and the Entas movement. Because I don't think if the pandemic hadn't happened, I think, okay, it's a bit of a stretch to make this assumption, but then there could be, it could have been a chance that if the pandemic hadn't happened, maybe the the Black Lives Matter movement and the NSAS movement wouldn't have got the um, amount of press it had received. So, yeah, that was very important. That was a very important year. And in the future, people will look onto this year as a very huge milestone in terms of human rights and activism you know the, the whole lot so yeah and um 2020 you could actually see that most countries 
when prepared and that speaks a lot because as leaders you need to be able to have foresight and to know that every year isn't going to be as smooth as you think you pray for the best but you expect the worst to happen so you need to prepare towards that you could tell that most countries weren't actually prepared to face an issue like this and i think in a lot of years to come 2020 will be sort of like a reference year that leaders and citizens would use as a guiding light to handle emergencies like this and it also helps you to understand that you don't know the future you don't know what's coming so you need to expect that something bad will happen and you need to prepare well for it and i think 2020 has also helped people understand themselves a lot more during the lockdown you are probably alone or with your family but either way you still have some alone time and with that alone time you're able to think about yourself you're able to have introspective moments what you think about life and what you want, what you want to do, if there's something you want to learn, if there's something you wanted to try out. I don't think if the pandemic had happened, maybe the this um the proofs and views would have kick started off like this. So yeah, um to all the people who say twenty twenty has been a very awful year and you know we never want a year like this to happen again. Blah, you know, you are going crazy. But I just need you to sit down, think about the year very well and understand what positives you can pick from the year because it's best to dwell on the positives rather than the negatives. You dwell on the positives and learn from the negatives so that you are better prepared for an unexpected situation. It's election season. It's election season. You have a lot of things going on. We have a lot of celebrities giving their endorsements. I think so far, Samini, Sarkodie, I don't know, a few others have given their endorsements. And endorsements are sort of a way to tap into the fan base of whoever does the endorsement. So, Sarkodie endorses. Um, Sarkodie endorses the MPP. It's just a way to pull the Sarkodie fans to vote MPP so you understand what endorsement means. So first off, celebrities are just as human as us and have the right to vote for whoever they want, vote their interests. My only problem with endorsements is... I do not want people to vote based on who celebrities endorse. Your votes should be based on what interests you. Take, for example, a businessman. A businessman will vote for a party who would do things to help the private sector you know, like reduce taxes, increase subsidies, stuff like that. Do policies geared towards um, improving the private sector. So a businessman or woman is voting his or her business's interest. 
So in that sense, that's how everybody should vote. You should look at the two parties carefully, look into their policies and think which party has the policy that would benefit me the most. And on that basis should be how you vote and not based on endorsements. Because just as I said, celebrities are just as human as us. They can make mistakes. They are probably also voting their best interests. Probably not because most of the celebrities, they get their bag, if you know what I mean. I don't think any celebrity is doing endorsements for free. So I'm just going to be honest with you. Most endorsements are not done for free. I don't think Sarkozy is not taking any money for this endorsement. Sarkozy is probably the biggest, not probably, is the biggest artist in Ghana. And to have his endorsements is really huge. So you need to understand that he's getting a bag. Nobody should tell you who you should vote for. You shouldn't tell anybody who they should vote for. So that way, even though people are doing a lot of endorsements, I don't think that should be the reason why you vote for whatever party you are voting for. Thank you.